What's going on, guys? My name's Malone. I'm Max. This is the Dorm to Dorm Fantasy Podcast. So let's give a little background information. Um, we met first week of college after class, both sports management majors, freshmen. And I guess our friendships kind of started because of fantasy football. Would you say so? I, I would definitely agree with that. I think we both love sports so much. Uh, we're both in the sports management program here in New York. Um, and we, were, we just wanted to do something that could give some advice to people, people that needed advice in the fantasy world. We know it's a huge subject right now. A lot of people love it. Um, and there isn't a voice for those college kids, that younger audience. Um, so we came together, and now we're giving some advice. We're going to give you guys some starts, sits, game picks, watch lists, anything you guys need. There's going to be a competition between uh, the two of us, Every week for the rest of the season, winner on Game Picks. Winner will get a prize. Don't know what that's going to look like yet, but there will be a prize. And down the line, if we get a big enough audience, we love you guys. When send, we get a big yeah, enough sorry, audience. When, when we get a big enough audience, we love you guys. Send in your rosters or any trade deals you have so that we can review it, hopefully give you some good advice, hopefully put you at the top of your leagues. Um, we're also going to, starting soon, uh, when we get this thing rolling, we're going to have uh, call-ins on the show. Um, anyone that wants to just talk to uh, us, send in lineups, trade talks, uh, injuries, how to replace players, anything, uh, we'll set that up soon. But I guess we'll, we should Jump right definitely to start with the trade deadline. What do you think, Malone? Um, well, the r record amount of players dealt in the trade deadline. Um, honestly, I have to say, I don't think it affected fantasy too much. I mean, there are a couple moves that definitely have some big implications, but a lot of backup running backs were dealt. A um, lot of backup. A lot. Backup. It was crazy seeing all this and just getting traded for draft picks. I don't think it really affected the teams that much. Um, but I guess the first one I want to talk about is that TJ Hawkinson trade. What do you think? Hawk goes to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. That is a dangerous-looking offense right there. I don't know how it's going to mesh. Uh, I thought they'd look a little bit better this year, especially with O'Connell coming in as the head coach. Uh, I mean, who takes a hit on this one with the Hawkinson deal? Is it Thielen? I think it's Thielen. I think it's Thielen, too. Um, I think it's anybody not named Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson probably has the same consistent production that he's had all year. Um, Kirk Cousins, also someone that you want to keep your eye on. I mean, he has more options now. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Irv Smith, he was not that bad of a, of a tight end. He'll be a great backup for the Vikings. He and somehow manages to get injured every year. That too, and as long as Kirk doesn't play prime time, I think the Vikings, <laughs> I think the Vikings could definitely have a shot at the playoffs or even getting high. I mean, they are at the top of their division right now, top of the conference. Uh, they could definitely go farther if they're able to have a very efficient offense and if Kirk can really use his weapons because he honestly has. One of the best offenses in the NFL. And if he's unable to perform, there's going to be a lot of questions during that offseason. For sure, for sure. And then 
just moving on to uh, Naeem Hines Naeem going to the Bills. Hines. What do you think about that, Max? I like it a lot. I think it's a, a great piece for them. Their running back room is one of the more interesting ones. I think Singletary is actually very underrated. I think he's a good back. I just think there's not a lot of room in that offense for a lot of running back production, being that Josh Allen likes hurtling linebackers and risking his health. Yeah. For I mean, they're dangerous. They are dangerous. They are I mean, some dangerous. The Bills players. are just a fun team to watch. It's true. Um I mean, you guys will definitely see this down the road, but I'm a massive Eagles fan, but I'll I'll agree that the Bills are the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, they're unstoppable. Uh I think that running game is getting even better. I mean, Hines really known for his pass catching abilities, but And uh flips, by the way. And flips, um but I think uh, a committee of Hines, Singletary, maybe even James Cook getting in there, I think that'll be very, very scary. Um, I know Singletary has done a solid job in the backfield so far this season, but He's I think... He's played his role. Nothing I think Hines, yeah, I think Hines really just adds a new, just a new thing to this offense. I think it's going to be really entertaining. I also think filling the void, going to the Colts on that deep side of the, the deal, I think Jonathan Taylor's Injuries are not looking good right now. I think a secret, uh, not so secret, little stash. Deion Jackson has looked great <laughs> when he's been uh, on the field. Yes. Uh, I, I, I know I streamed him one week, mm. put up some crazy numbers. I don't know how, didn't know who he was before the season, I'm not going to lie. But if Taylor can't go, I'm not saying Deion Jackson is a RB1, but I think you could definitely stash him into your flex or RB2 if you're desperate, um, especially with bye weeks coming up. Week nine, crazy bye week. Crazy. We have Denver, crazy. the Giants, Steelers. I think also Jonathan Taylor, um, I don't know if he was just reported that he's out, but he's missing practice. Yep, two um, very bad, very bad sign for him. Uh, so Deion Jackson, honestly, someone that if he's available, I'd look at him. He's a great player. He's Stepping into that backup running back role is going to be very exciting. Should we move on to some starts? Yeah, let's see some uh, some starts of the week. Who's your first start, Malone? Who you got? So, with the injuries to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, um, I think it's going to be very, very interesting what we see with that receiving core. Um, I know that the Chargers they got a they got a they got a tough matchup, I'd say. Um, who are they playing? Atlanta. Atlanta, right. Um, Atlanta, they're honestly hot. I think they are. I think they're a hot team uh, right that now. That is a hot take. It's right a little there. bit of a trap game, I guess, for the Chargers. They I have a lot of that. injuries on offense. Um, Herbert's going to need a, not, a lot of help. And I think the number one target will be Gerald Everett. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten to the point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think uh, Gerald Everett is a very underrated tight end. I've been, I've been saying this for a good couple of years. I mean, he was used poorly on the Seahawks. I think the Chargers, he's really found himself. He's agile, too. Yeah, he's a, he's, a fast, he's a fast guy. Uh, not really used for blocking. Um, Side note, number seven looks sick on him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think this looks really good. I think uh, it's going to be really fun to watch. I, I think the defense will definitely have to focus on Everett, but I think uh, the Chargers will definitely give him a lot of different looks, and I think Everett will push through that. Yeah, and if and you're I, trying to stream wide receivers, look at uh, Joshua Palmer and uh, DeAndre Carter for the Chargers, too, if you yeah. have some buys. I know a bunch of wide receivers are on buys. 
and a lot of running backs too. I mean, everyone's on buys. But um, going back to that bye week, week nine bye weeks, we got Denver, we got New York Giants, we got the Steelers. Who else am I missing? Got, oh, the Niners are on the bye, Cowboys, and Browns. That's teams six out. teams. A lot of teams out. So, if you, I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, deep bench players starting tonight on your, on, your, uh, on your lineups. So I would go out and get Gerald Everett. If he's available, I know he's not very, not very available in the deeper, in the, in the, uh, in the deeper leagues. But um, if you're an eight-man, ten-man, I'd definitely stream Gerald Everett if he's on, if he's on your bench. Um, I'm going to see some big production from him. That's what I'm saying. Definitely. How about uh, you, Max? What are some of your starts? One of my guys, he's, I wouldn't say breaking out. I think it's his third year in the league. I was very high on him coming out of Penn State. <laughs> but Miles Sanders, and you're an Eagles fan. I am. I think he absolutely destroys the Texans' abysmal run defense. Mm-hmm. I think Philly's going to be up tonight by a lot of points. <laughs> a lot of points. That I think they'll be able to feed Miles Sanders. Maybe is it crazy to say 15, 15, 15 attempts? I th- honestly, see the Eagles are a very interesting team. Now I have studied them for my entire life, I and <laughs> Miles Sanders is an amazing running back. I love Miles, but by the way, Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni runs his offense. I don't think we see that many carries from Miles Sanders. Honestly. I have to disagree with you because I do think the game script will favor favor the running backs, um, but I think the Eagles will be far ahead enough that they're going to start giving the ball to Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell. I think they really they really are trying to focus on Miles Sanders' health because he's had a lot of problems last season. Um, he's had he's been banged up a little bit this season, um, but I think they're trying to preserve him for the rest of the season. And they they know that Miles Sanders is the uh, number one running back. There was a lot of controversy last year, but I think he's solidified his position. Um, I think we'll see a touchdown early in the game, but maybe not the biggest boom that you'll see. He'll definitely meet his projection, um, but maybe just two or three points above that. I think his projection is like 13-something. Um, but I, I could see Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell getting a lot of looks tonight. Um, but I do I see agree. Miles Sanders meeting his I projection. see that. I just think, I mean, you can disagree. You can, you're going to be wrong, but you'll see that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I, kidding. I, I could Disagreement s- is uh, allowed here. You I know? could see Miles Sanders, like, breaking out for a lot of big runs. Like, I agree. He might not be used in the half the third quarter, fourth quarter, but he could build enough yardage in the first half where he's has a big day. Like, 100% that could happen. Yeah. He's an efficient running back, I believe. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. As for me, my next start would be Eno Benjamin. Wait, one more thing about Miles Sanders. Okay. One more thing about Miles Sanders. Just quickly, before we... Uh, right, I right. apologize for interrupting no, you, it's but okay. I need to say one more thing. <laughs> it's okay. Miles Sanders does not care about your fantasy teams. He does not care. I have seen rants about this. He says, and I quote, Don't pick me up in fantasy anymore. I really don't care. <laughs> Miles Sanders... We love you, but, I mean, come on now. Half the world wouldn't know who you are without fantasy. Okay, uh, Miles Sanders, if you ever hear this podcast, which you probably won't. I think we're going to get him on. Yeah, we'll get him on. That's blatant disrespect. I don't believe with that at all. Um, 
but my next start would be Eno Benjamin, yeah, sorry, running back for the Cardinals. Um, so James Conner, questionable for Sunday. Um, Arizona faces off against the Seahawks t- this Sunday, and I good think matchup. that'll be a very good matchup, a very yeah. close game, divisional rivals. Um, but we can see, I, I see a lot of production out of Eno Benjamin if James Conner is hurt and he's out for this game. Um, I don't think there's going to be a blowout in this game, so I think we'll see the running game being used a good amount. Um, and with Hopkins back um, and with a, a lot of health on that receiving in, the, in that receiving core, we're going to see a lot of production out of Eno, Benj- Eno Benjamin. And that Seahawks defense, abysmal against the run. Up Horrible. It's so we're going to see Eno Benjamin running all over them. Um, he's probably another streaming option, I'd say. He's available in a good amount of leagues. Um, probably stashed on a lot of people's bench. But if you need a good flex play or a running back too, um, I think Eno Benjamin's the way to go. <coughs> I'd agree. I think jo- uh, James Conner cannot stay healthy. And if he cannot get on the field on Sunday, I think Eno Benjamin is a great option. My next start for the week and on my watch list, <coughs> Sorry, man. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Jets receiver out of Ohio State. I think this is a great matchup for him. They're playing Buffalo. Another blowout game, in my opinion. I think the Jets are going to be in a lot of negative game script. They're going to have to pass the ball a lot. Yes. I'd like to just take a moment for my boy Brees Hall tore his ACL. That was devastating. I love that man. I still love that man. But I just don't think that the Jets can get anything done on the ground. I don't think Carter is him. I don't think James Robinson is him either. I think... They're not going to be able to expect these big breakout runs that Brees Hall provided for this offense. I think they're going to have to lean more on the passing game. And somebody's got to step up, and I think that somebody is Garrett Wilson. Garrett my Wilson. second start. Okay. Um, now we move into the sits of this week. Um, we talked about him a little bit in the past, uh, but TJ Hawkinson, I'm not going to play this week. I think it's his first week with the Vikings. Um, we're going to see him on the field a lot. I, 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 do, I do believe that, um, but it's your first week. I don't, I don't think he's going to mix in that fast. Um, and uh, we'll probably see Irv Smith have a lot of production too. He's injured. He's out. Uh, he's out. I so knew that. No production there. No production there. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I think then, he may be on IR at the moment. Okay. Uh, so sprain or something. TJ Hawkinson going against Washington. Washington's actually very good against tight ends. Um, we've seen that. Um, and I think they'll probably hold Hawkinson to about maybe three or four catches, honestly. Hot take. Uh, he's a very tight, talented tight end. I'm not putting that past him. Um, but... I think I think it's too too early to start him that quickly. I think Kirk needs to get uh, used to him a little bit, and we'll see big games from Jefferson. I'm I'm betting, of course, and Dalvin, because uh, that's probably going to be a blowout game as well. Uh, Minnesota, I think, will definitely blow out Washington. Uh, Minnesota is on a hot streak right now. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, I mean, Washington is not good against the tight. Uh, is very sorry. Is very good against the tight end, allowing five fantasy points per game. Um, 
that's a lie. Allowing, yeah, five points per game. That wasn't a lie. <laughs> it wasn't a lie. I'm telling the truth. Only truth here. Um, another uh, move at the trade deadline, Chase Claypool to Chicago. I don't think uh, he's my he's one of my sits. First of all, going up against the Dolphins, Xavier Howard, incredible cornerback, top three to five cornerback in the league. I mm. think he's been locking people up, um, and Claypool has to learn this offense, this atrocious offense, by the way. This Bears team is I horrid. Know. I have to disagree with that. I think they're on the come up, and no. Justin Fields has proved Justin it. Justin Fields is, is not him. Okay. Justin Fields is not him. He had a good game last week. I don't see it again. Claypool's not changing anything. I like I like the trade for George Pickens, actually. I think George Pickens plays a bigger role mm-hmm. on another terrible offense. Can we talk about a good offense, actually? <laughs> I, I'm sick of this negativity. I, I have to disagree with you there, because I really do think the Bears are on the come-up. I think Monty and Herbert give like a very... Just refreshing dynamic. I think there was a lot of controversy over Monty's job uh, surrounding the trade deadline, but I think that he, now that his job is secure for the season, I think we're going to see a lot of efficiency from that backfield. I know that Bears' offensive line is absolutely abysmal, but I think, uh, I don't know, I, 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 th- I have some positive, uh, I have a positive future set out for the All Bears. Right, I mean, you're making me go back to it again, but I'm going to bring some more negativity. I think Monty is just not good. I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm a Khalil Herbert owner, but I did draft him. Um, I think he is way better than Monty. Like, way better. Monty has some injury histories. Uh, I think it was like a hamstring two years ago. It doesn't matter. He can't stay on the field. Herbert's better than him. He's averaging more yards per carry. I want to see a bigger bigger role for Herbert. He's starting to get involved, but... I don't know. I just, I don't like Monty. I just don't. Call me crazy. Don't like him. He was not worth a third-round pick. Wow. For fourth round. That's my take. Let's go to a good game. Can we talk about a good game? Baltimore, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I like that game. I don't think Andrews plays. Bateman's out. Oh. Do- uh, not Dobbins. I mean, Dobbins is on IR. Gus Edwards is out. Okay. I think this is a competitive game. I like Isaiah Likely a lot. Mm. I do like Isaiah Likely. He was a stud out of college in his game without Andrews last week, or when Andrews hurt himself last week. Likely produced, pulling it up here, seven targets for six receptions, 77 yards on the score. I mean, he's their only option. Who else are they? Don't tell me Devin Duvernay. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think we have to take into account the Saints' defense. I mean, the Saints' defense is a very talented defense. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore is nice. Yeah, I think he's really going to have some... I think the receivers will definitely get shut down this game. What Um, receivers? Exactly. I mean, exactly. I don't think Baltimore has a very talented receiving core. I mean, Rashad Bateman's out, too. I mean, not that he makes that much of a difference, but... um, yeah, I think the receiving core doesn't really see too much action <clears throat> against the Saints. But uh, Isaiah Likely, I could see maybe slipping in there, getting a couple looks in the red zone, if they make the red zone. And um, 
this could, this game could honestly go both ways. I think the Saints are talented enough to win this game, but I think Lamar could definitely take over. You have the Ravens in this game. I got the Saints. Yes, I do. I think I have faith in Lamar. I think he pulls through. I have faith in uh, Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dalton, too. Um, Kamara's been on a tear, too. <laughs> he has been. So uh, let's move on to our watch list. Now, me and Max created uh, five players that we want you guys to watch out for. Um, it could either be positive or in a negative. Most of these are positive. Um, just five guys that you guys should keep in mind, um, whether they be in free agency or someone that you could trade for. Um, but just to start off, for my, for my five, uh, I have Romeo Dobbs at the top of my list. Now, I drafted Romeo Dobbs. Um, and Where art thou, Romeo? Yeah. He didn't do anything for like a good amount of weeks. Um, so I dropped him, and I forgot who I picked him up for. Um, and I kind of lost faith in Romeo there. I was like, okay, maybe Alan Lazard is the guy to go to in that Packers receiving core, or maybe they just suck. I like overall. Christian Watson at the beginning of the year, Yeah, too. me too. He can't stay on the field. <laughs> but um, I picked up Romeo Dobbs again, and then I dropped him again, and I picked him up this week. Cause, um, I have players like that. I think everyone does. You drop them, you add them. Yeah. And then when you drop them, they'll pop off. Mm -hmm. Someone else will scoop them up, and you're out of luck. Because he had a solid game last week, um, and I think he really showed that he could be the leader of that receiving core. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers is honestly starting to favor him as well. Uh, he's got shown a lot of talent. And uh, Green Bay going against Detroit, which has a horrible defense. They just fired their cornerback coach, too. Um, so we're going to see a fresh new uh, DB, fresh new DB line here. Um, but I still think that Dobbs has a solid game. And I think Green Bay will definitely, they, they could, it'll be a close game. It's a divisional matchup, and I think they're going to be passing that ball. So I think Dobbs could get a lot of looks. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think that's a good take. Uh, let's go to my watch list. Three players on it I've already talked about. We have already talked about. <coughs> so let's go to someone I haven't talked about, and that is Kyron Williams. Now, I know what everyone's thinking. Who is Kyron Williams? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Came out of Notre Dame College. college. He's had some injuries. He's returning from IR soon. Now, that Rams backfield is a mess. Cam Akers, do you know what's going on? Cam Akers is just washed. I, I think after you tear your ACL or I think Achilles, Achilles. Uh, you can't really fully come back from that. Yeah. And, as, and as a running back in the NFL, I feel like you can only tear it once before your career starts to go down a little bit. And he just does not have the same burst that he did before. And uh, he could become a backup running back, in my opinion. And I could see Kyron Williams maybe taking that production away from him. Um, now, we haven't seen any, I don't. Is he a rookie, Kyron Williams? Yeah. No he's one a, knows who he is. No one knows who he is. No so one knows who he is. He's Stash got him. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a dangerous man because no he one knows was, who he he's is. He's very good. He's a very good – you can take my word for it. I know what I'm talking about. If this guy pops off, you guys have to come you back to this podcast first. and look at Max. I mean, I just think Cam Akers, talking about Achilles injuries, I did not draft him. I stayed away from him. It was very tempting because I do think he could have been the workhorse without that Achilles injury. But um, – and I got to check myself on this stat, but I believe nobody has come back – since Adrian Peterson from an Achilles Jesus. injury to break the top 15 
running backs in fantasy football. Now, Cam Akers is not that special. He's not Adrian Peterson. Would you would you agree with that? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so that was sarcasm if you couldn't uh, <laughs> tell. Cam Akers is not Adrian Peterson. Daryl Henderson, he's solid, but I think Kyron Williams is that guy. We saw this man, I don't even know his name. If you saw the Rams game last week and you started Henderson... Daryl Henderson, yeah. Daryl Henderson, you're probably thinking, where on the field is he? And that's because this guy named... Ronnie Rivers. Ronnie Rivers, thank you. Started over him. I don't know who he is, where he came from, (laughs) but... He had eight attempts for 21 yards. I mean, that's just terrible numbers. the, The yards per carry wasn't looking too high, but that's his first game. So first game and should be his last. Okay, Kyron <laughs> um, Williams is taking over when he comes back from injury. If he, th- that's a crazy take. Um, but come back here if he does pop off. So I'm looking. Uh, Ronnie Rivers is a rookie. He came from Fresno State. Oh. Hope he had a good time there, cause he's not gonna be having a good time in that. Okay, I don't know why Max hates <laughs> this dude. I'm going off for no reason. I apologize. Um, I just want Kyron to get his shot. I think he could be good. I know he could be good, in fact. Now, um, uh, you want to yeah. add another I'll watch add a, I'll add another one for me. Um, we're going to go the quarterback route here. Uh, someone that honestly is, in a, is available in many leagues. Uh, his name is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, now, Jimmy is a very interesting prospect. He's actually available in 80% of ESPN leagues. Um, Check Yahoo. <laughs> Jimmy G. Now with McCaffrey's, uh, with McCaffrey's new dynamic in this offense, yeah, I honestly, th- I honestly see Jimmy G. Really popping off with him. Now he's fundamentally, uh, Jimmy G. Isn't the most special of a quarterback. He's a system quarterback, um, and has a, probably a, a low ceiling but a high floor. Uh, he has a lot of experience in the playoffs too. He has experience with a very successful team. Um, and I think he's a leader out there. He's a veteran. Um, but with the, uh, the presence of Christian McCaffrey, uh, that just adds a new arsenal to that Niners offense. And there's going to be a lot of dump-offs, a lot of halfback screens. Uh, McCaffrey definitely just as much of a pass-receiving pass back as a running back. Um, definitely. And, and we saw it like last week when McCaffrey had a passing, rushing, and catching touchdown. Um, it's ridiculous. And... The presence of McCaffrey will also open up Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle a little more, a little more, because I mean, of course, these defenses will be focusing on McCaffrey. I mean, this um, team has a similar structure to the Vikings. They've yeah. got all the positions. Um, it's all up to the quarterback at this point. It is San Francisco defense a lot better than the Vikings. I think it's gonna be interesting how Jimmy G plays with this, because I think uh, Kyle Shanahan. Honestly, he's an offensive mastermind, in my opinion. I think he's a very, wow. very good coach. Um, and I think he's definitely figuring out with McCaffrey now. He's just getting better. Um, but I think Jimmy G, he's, in, he's literally in the perfect position right now to just succeed. And the Niners' defense playing really well. The Niners' success is honestly all on Jimmy G. I We're going to see what a, happens. I think that's a great take. Jimmy G threw for when CMC came to San Francisco, or like Malone likes to call it, the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> He's thrown two touchdowns in each of his games, 300 
and three passing yards in week seven versus KC and 235 yards against the Rams last week. I think that's a great take. He is on a bye this week, so you can get him later. You don't have to waste uh, a claim on him right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe Sunday night. I don't know. It's different for every league, but get him while he's still a free agent and drop someone that did not play well uh, this week. If you're streaming a quarterback, I mean, he is on a bye this week, so you can't really use him this week. No, but if you were very weak in your him. QB room, definitely pick up Jimmy G. I think that's someone that you got to watch out for. It's a great option. Going to quarterback, and this is, I don't know how hot this is. You'll be the <laughs> it's judge a hot of this. One. It's a hot one. P.J. Walker. I mean, what is going on with Carolina right now? They look somehow good. I don't get it. D.J. Moore is a stud. He's just needed the right quarterback, which apparently is P.J. Walker, not Baker Mayfield, not Sam Darnold. He was fine with Cam. Did he mm-hmm. play with Cam? P.J. Walker? No, D.J. Moore. Oh, D.J. Moore. Yeah, he was there. He was. But there. I think P.J. Walker and D.J. Moore have a great connection. D.J. Moore had – there was some trade talks about him getting shipped before the deadline. Mm. But he's staying in Carolina. He's building some chemistry with P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker is fast. He has some rushing upside, too. XFL quarterback. He's He's got that dog in him. He's good. Who do they get this week? They get Cincinnati. Mm. Browns last week. That was a massacre. Yeah, 100%. And that's all, too. that's all it is. I mean, it's P.J. Walker time. I mean, he... He's he has a lack of weapons on that offense. He does have now. a lack of weapons. I mean, I'll I think it really is only DJ. Um, and I mean, we've seen the running backs played well, but there's only only so much you can do with those two, uh, Chuba and Dante. Um, Who did they play last week? I think they played the Falcons. They did play. They the Falcons. played the Falcons. Right. Very close game, high score game. Um, that was a fun game to watch. And uh, Carolina faces Cincinnati this week. Um, Cincinnati struggled. Uh, immensely I against the Browns. Back this week, but the, think? I, I, they, I think they bounce back as well. But I think that'll also be a very high-scoring game. Both defenses are struggling. Uh, I could see some production out of PJ this week. I agree. Um, Obviously. Yeah. But uh, another uh, person on my watch list um, is Dalton Schultz. Now, tight ends are very hard to come by in fantasy. Uh, recently, it's just been like the top three, four tight ends that have been producing consistently. Um, at the start of the season, everyone was high on Dalton Schultz due to Dak being healthy. I think he was going um, around five or something. Yeah, he was draft. a very high draft pick. And uh, once he was drafted and Dak got hurt, draft stock definitely went down a lot. Um, didn't get as many targets with Cooper Rush at quarterback. And he started to get like, he was just. No, just people forgot about him. He also dealt with a lot of injuries throughout the years, throughout this year, Um, and defense just kind of forgot about him. Uh, Cooper Rush forgot about him, but uh, with the emergence of Dak, I think he's definitely going to benefit. Last week, he had seven targets, six receptions, like seventy something yards, Um, and that's like been his biggest production in a long time. I think Dak definitely favored him last year too. We saw a big come up from Dalton last year. Um, but he's he's available in some leagues. I think he'll probably be stashed on the bench of a lot of teams. So maybe someone that you want to buy very low. Um, I could see a massive growth, though. I see some math, massive growth from Dalton Schultz. I'd agree. Throw him in a package. Try to <coughs> make him the 
the sub I don't know what I'm saying the sub player <laughs> in a trade try to target someone else and kind of just throw them in there as an ad maybe mm-hmm. if you need a tight end um, now he hasn't had a touchdown this year he has not had just a wild he's been injured a lot he's been injured um, he had about 13 points in PPR um, last week but I think that only gets bigger um, now Dallas they do not have a game this week they are on bye but that might be uh, that might be good for him you know heal up a little bit get used to Dak being at quarterback again um, I could see definitely some growth from Dalton could also be a great option for the fantasy playoffs if mm-hmm. you're in seven seven and one six and two even five and three week 14 he gets Houston week 15 Jacksonville week 16 Philly mm-hmm. I think Cowboys kill the Texans and Jaguars and have a high scoring game with Philly so mm. um yeah wait no I lied I lied again <laughs> week 15 Jacksonville week 16 Philly week 17 Tennessee still like it I'm not taking back my word I still like it right. just Tennessee versus Houston they're not much Derek Henry's a stud we all know this he is he is a different beast. So uh, let's move on to my last player on my watch list. Um, I'm going to go with Darius Slayton. Now, this is a random pick for me. Um, yeah, I, I don't like not, him. No, no one really talks about Darius Slayton. And I get that because he's kind of random. He's fell back in that Giants receiving core. But the uh, Giants, I mean, Max here is a, a Giants fan. I think he can attest to it too. I don't. I don't see, I, they look good, but we I don't see. I don't year. see a bright future for the Giants. I'm sorry. Maybe that's coming from an Eagles fan. That's very biased. But it's a realistic take. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I think Darius Slayton could honestly pop off. Now that re- Giants receiving core is always hurt. Um, I don't even want to talk about Kenny, Gall- Kenny Galladay. That just makes me sad. Um, he was really good. He, he, he was, was so good. good. Um, and now Wandale Robinson is kind of leading that receiving core, but yeah. I think last week we saw uh, Darius Slayton have a lot of, a lot of like, just more targets than he did before. Uh, week two and week three, he had zero targets. The most targets he's had in the game was week five, which was hurt. seven um, against Green Bay. And then these last two weeks, week eight and week seven, he had two. He had, I mean, he had six targets in each of those weeks um so we definitely are seeing a little bit of a rise in production and usage in games uh maybe daniel jones looking at him a little more uh he had a touchdown in week seven but uh he's got a 14 he got 14 points in week seven and 11.6 and eight um now those aren't like the craziest numbers but they could definitely steadily grow um, that Giants receiver though needs someone to receiving core needs someone to step up and I think honestly I think Darius Slayton could be the one I mean he has a lot of experience in this league he's been in the Giants organization for a good amount of years um, I think people trust him enough for him to step into that leader role maybe he's not the best wide receiver one in the league honestly probably on the worst side he could take a slant to the house though he can he can I mean he's a, he's a solid receiver he's He's aggressive out there, too. Uh, he was catching balls over people. Uh, but also, Wandale Robinson, keep your eyes out on him, too. Uh, a rookie in yeah. this league. I'd take Wandale over Slayton, but that's just me. Okay, um, don't listen to that. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, actually either one, honestly, just keep your eyes on them. Uh, Daniel Jones, not the most talented of passers. Whoa, 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 whoa. But um, someone's got to get past Let's him, not so. get disrespectful. Just keep your eyes on them. This Phillies kid, <laughs> seven and zero. Oh, I don't know how that happened. No, I do. They're crazy. <laughs> this Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown connection is something else. Um, I don't wish injury upon anyone, but I just don't see AJ Brown staying healthy. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna try to trade for him because he's a stud. Um, Are we ready to jump into these game picks? Yeah, but do you see, you see after uh, AJ Brown, one of his touchdowns, he pointed at the guy. Yeah. That was two guys. Two guys. He caught it over two people. Yeah. He's a monster. He's a monster. So All right, where are we going now? Thursday night football is where we're going. Houston versus Philadelphia. Um, honestly, tonight. I can't wait for this game, honestly. Really? Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch Jalen put on a show. I'm excited to watch my boy Damian. Yeah, I got Damian playing too. Um, I got Damian and Goddard playing. Um, I'm a little worried about Damian tonight, though. Yeah, I, I think honest. that I, I don't know if he's going to get too many looks. No, uh, being they're going to be playing from behind a, a lot. Uh, I so. don't want to see Burkhead in there. If I see Burkhead in there, <coughs> me I'm and Max, get angry. me and Max both chose Philadelphia, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Philadelphia, you have a score prediction. We won't count that towards the towards, towards our little prize, but what you got? I'm gonna say like. 31. Jesus. Wow. 31 to 17. That's a good prediction. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take... No, I have no confidence in this Houston offense. I'll go... Hmm. I'm going to go 27 to 13. Philly takes it. Um, we're not... For, our, for reference, for our picks, we're not using the spread. We're just doing uh, straight who's going to win the game. But the spread for this game is... Minus 14 for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think my score prediction is minus 14, so that would push. Uh-huh. Um, I'm actually in a league with my friends um, where we pick against the spread. I'm currently getting demolished. Not very good at it, but that's why this podcast is not about the spread, and it's about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, Move on to the second game. Yeah. Sunday morning. Chargers face the Falcons. What do you think? I don't know. I, I don't want to watch this game. <laughs> if Scott Hansen goes to it, fine. But I'm not turning on this TV. By the way, if you don't watch Red Zone, I don't know what you're doing. It's the best hmm. channel in TV. Not sponsored by Red Zone, TV. by the way. We are no, not we are sp- not sponsored by Red Zone. <laughs> I think Scott Hansen has a top five job. Probably. I have to agree with you there. What would you do to hop in the studio for a Sunday and control the games with Scott Hansen? Basically, if you don't know, Red Zone is a channel where it's pretty much dedicated to fantasy. No commercials, no ads. You see, the point of it is that when a team is in the Red Zone, they hop to that game, they meaning Scott Hansen. So you only see... You s- not only you see scores, you see big plays, but it's constantly moving. So you're seeing a little bit from each game. Mm. As a fantasy manager, I absolutely love the channel. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Red Zone. We are not. <laughs> we, we both picked the Chargers for this game. We did um, both pick the Chargers. Even though the receivers are definitely going to be lacking for the Chargers, I think they pull through. 
Justin Herbert will find a way, I believe. I agree. Miami, Chicago, Miami. I've already yeah. I've already, already said my stuff about Chicago. Bears yeah. a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I picked Miami as well. I think just the offense is crazy with Waddle and Hill. That's a duo. I think, duo, I think Tua has a great, great game as well. I'd agree. Carolina, Cincinnati. We both took Cincinnati. Anything to discuss there? Not really. I mean, I could see Carolina maybe pulling off an upset, but I think Cincinnati's mad about that Browns loss. Um, I think they come back even stronger. I think Burrow has a great game against the Panthers' defense, uh, and they just run the ball all over them. Fair enough. Green Bay, Detroit. So this is our first disagreement here. I went with the Packers. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers... He's had a tough year. Um, he does not have as many weapons as he has in the past. Um, but he is still the owner of the Lions. I mean, he is not going to let this game slip through his hands. He is an experienced veteran. Um, I could see a good game from Dobbs. I could also see Aaron Jones running all over this defense. Detroit's defense has been abysmal this entire year. It's not like Green Bay has been the best either, though. Oh, I know. I mean, the offense has not been as efficient as early, I mean, earlier in the year, but... Um, I, I just I can't I don't see this Detroit Lions defense pulling through at all for them. Yeah, I see your point. I'd have to respectfully disagree with you. Okay. Um, I mean Detroit they get Amon Ra back, stud receiver. Swift is back. Jamal to vulture some Swift touchdowns. Mm. Um, I know Swift owners do not like that at all. Um, Jamal's a stud. He's a funny guy too. But funniness does not win football games. Um, I think, I don't know, I just think Detroit has the pieces to win this game. Mm. Green Bay has not looked great. Giants beat them. It was a great win, actually. Um, I think I think this is going to be a game of running backs. I think Aaron Jones goes crazy. I think Swift goes crazy. I think Swift goes for, if he's healthy, I think Swift goes for over 100 scrimmage yards. Mm. No touchdowns, though. Maybe a receiving touchdown. Jamal's going to sneak in for a touchdown. Yeah, of course. We know this. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with Detroit. I think Jared Goff is pretty solid. I ver- I really like the Lions coach. I do. I, I think he's Dan a guy. Campbell. I think he's a good he's, a, great he's guy. a good dude. He doesn't get too upset. He, he keeps his team motivated. He's just, he seems like a good guy. I I'd love to hear what he'd have to say about this game. Um, now, for the next game. Vegas versus Jacksonville. Another disagreement here. I picked Vegas. Now, <clears throat> Vegas has had his fair share of troubles. Now, Devontae, I could definitely sympathize with that man. I think he's definitely pissed. Um, and I think he has a little bit of a revenge game here after uh, having a tough game against Lattimore. But... I could definitely see Adams going 150 yards plus here. I, I really don't have that much faith in the Jacksonville corners. I, I think the Vegas Raiders honestly have a great, great game on the offensive side. Um, I, I think their offense has definitely been underrated, but they haven't, I mean, they haven't had the most production, but they have a lot of talent. I think they showed that this year, this week. What about you? I'm taking Jacksonville. I think they're really establishing this run. This run game, James Robinson's out of there opening up the backfield for ETN. <laughs> Not that I'm biased or anything. I got ETN, if you didn't know. Um, I don't know. I think T-Law just stomps. I think this is a blowout. Mm. 
I don't. I, Vegas looked terrible. They lost twenty four nothing to did. the Saints. They did. I mean, Tay. Point four points. What was it? Whatever it was, it wasn't good. Did not <laughs> win you your week. Um, I like T Law. I think Kirk has a big game. Jacobs. Mm, Jacobs. Jacobs. I don't know. I'm not a fan. He's stud. Mm-hmm. I don't think he keeps up these numbers. I do think he'll have a good game, though. I'll, I'll give him that. But I, I, I'm selling high after this game if Jacobs has a great game. I'm selling him for a... Let's see. Who am I selling Jacobs for? Maybe a... Maybe an Amonra and a Ramondre. Mm. I would take that. Um, I would take... Think of anything? What running backs would you take for Jacobs? I'd take a Lenny for Jacobs. Okay. I'd take a Lenny. Not straight up. You could get I think Jacobs piece. is, though. I mean, he's gone off, though. He has. He has. Last week, not. No, but weeks before that, he was going, like, 30. But um, let's go to the next game. Indianapolis versus New England. Colts versus Patriots. Another disagreement here. I went with the Patriots. Now, I really wish the Patriots would start Bailey Zapp. Um, I like Bailey Zapp a lot. He's, he, he's just, like, fun to watch. But I know they're starting Mac Jones, um, but I still think they're going to win this game. I think Belichick really shows how good of a coach he is here. Um, and I think Mac Jones, I mean, he's fully healthy from his injury. I think he has a good game here, too. I think Jacoby Myers has a pretty solid game. Uh, but I think this defense takes over. I don't I don't see the Colts' offense moving too much, especially with Sam Ellinger, inexperienced rookie quarterbacks, and we know what Belichick does with that. Patriots take over. Don't underestimate Sam. Sam's stud. Sam is, I think this is a low-scoring game. I think this is a very defensive yeah, game. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Um, I think... I think the Colts just come out on top, very defensive, maybe a last-second uh, last interception, kick a field goal for the win, or not. I mean, either one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Colts, I'd say Colts, okay. 17-10. Oh, okay. Colts I can see 17-10. that. 17-10. I, I, I don't think Taylor's going to play. I think Alec Pierce is coming into his own. I think Pittman's a stud. I think they'll find a way. I just who do the Patriots have? Ramondre <laughs> is good. Jacoby Myers is good. He's consistent, but they don't have anything special. Mm. They don't. Their defense is solid. Their defense is solid. What about the Buffalo versus the Jets? Do we have to answer this one? <laughs> now we both put Buffalo here. I think it's gonna be a solid game. The Jets are definitely very solid. I don't think they're as good as their record though. And that's just my personal opinion. You're free to disagree with me. But I think uh, the Bills take the cake here. I think they uh, dominate. Uh, they uh, have a pretty solid lead the entire game. I agree. Minnesota, Washington. We both took Minnesota. Anything there? We already discussed Vikings. Washington is just like, they are, they're even now. I think they're 500. But um, I still think the Vikings continue their hot streak. Uh, I don't think this Washington defense can hold this Minnesota offense at all. Seattle, Arizona. You both went Arizona here. Now, that's, I believe, an up. Is that an upset? I don't know if that's an upset. Let me check. I don't know. They're very even teams, honestly, especially with D-Hop back. Um, but I think Cardinals take this one. 
Now, Seattle's, Seattle's defense is definitely worse than Arizona's, and I think that's what's going to definitely power Arizona over Seattle. Uh, I think this is going to be an offensive battle a little bit. I think it'll be a very close game since it's a divisional game. But I think Kyler pulls it out here. Uh, D-Hop has a solid game. Um, Trayvon Woolen, though, for Seattle, not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. But I do see a great game from Eno, as I mentioned before. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Arizona are actually the favorites. They're minus two. Uh, Tampa Bay against the Rams. We saw a crazy playoff game from last year. You remember that? Yes, I do. That was wild. That weekend, that playoff weekend was some great games. Buffalo, KC, and Tampa Bay, LA. Um, We had a disagreement here. I took Tampa Bay. Uh, Malone took the Rams. Um, I don't know. It's Brady. He's the GOAT. Yeah. He's got to bounce back somehow. Two teams um, that disappointed this year. Very much. The Rams do not look like they did last year. Not at all. They and really uh, I think this game also has a lot to do with Cooper Cup being healthy or not. Um, Cup, did he miss practice? I'm not sure. He's dealing with a, an ankle injury. Some type of injury. Um, and if Cup is healthy, I think the Rams take this one. If Cup's not healthy, I think Tampa Bay definitely has a be- better chance of winning. Um now, the Rams' running game is, Cup was is limited, by the way. pretty poor. Um, but I see Stafford having a solid game if Cup's there. Um, Tampa Bay's defense not as good as they used to be. And they just, I don't, I don't know what's going on. They're just not clicking. Um, and I think McVay shows his coaching superiority here, too. And they uh, win this close game. I think it's going to definitely be a close game, but I think uh, the Rams win it. Cup was actually not limited. He did not practice. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't worry about it long term. If someone has him in your in your league, and with a losing record, try to trade for him. Um, he'll be good. Maybe he'll take a week or two off. Um, their bye week is. When's their bye? In week seven, so don't have to worry about that for the rest of the season. In our last game here, Baltimore versus New Orleans. Now I think we already discussed that one, right? We did. This could be the game of the week. I picked Baltimore. Max did New Orleans. Um, yeah, those are our game picks, guys. Anything else before we wrap up? Um, no. Uh, hopefully you guys share this with your friends <laughs> um, as you watch this. We're uh, just trying to we're just, just, we're just trying trying to having talk fun out here. We're having yeah, fun we're having here. fun. We hope to really just have fans that we can – just talk to, give advice to, um, just have a discussion around fantasy because, honestly, discussing this helps people get more successful in fantasy. Yep. Um, but we both just love football a lot, and uh, it was just a pleasure doing this. Very fun. Yeah, we'll see you guys next First week. First time. We'll see you guys next week when we wrap it up. Um, and and uh, Max's Kyron Williams take will be valid. No, I'm not banking on it this week. I'm not banking on it this week, but sometime in the future, he could be a league winner. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Peace.